Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Big Dave Podcast. It's Who Was Right Last Night. You're right. On B105. You know what? You're right. And we got Kelly hopping into the Who Was Right Last Night courtroom this morning, and it, it involves the something I think I've just coined a phrase, appetizer etiquette. Uh-oh. All right? Okay. Appetizer <laughs> etiquette. Is that pretty good there, Kelly? I think that's actually perfect. Um, <laughs> maybe an appetizer war crime. It's a crime that's been committed, I feel. All right, oh. so what happened? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I'm out with a group of people at a restaurant. It's a really nice sushi restaurant. We love it, go all the time. And there's about six of us there, you know, just like a crew of people that usually hang out. And essentially, I get the coconut trip, and I'm like, I'll take care of the appetizer. I feel like it's, if you don't split the appetizer, whoever orders it has to, like, end up paying for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess you guys are splitting the bill for your entrees and everything. Exactly. Okay. And so okay. Yeah. I know that if I order an appetizer, I run the risk of like nobody saying like, oh, we can just split it. I'm like, if I order it, I pay for it. That's kind okay, of my that's cool. well, that's solution. Nice and so there's this guy who usually hang out, hangs out with us, a good friend, um, but he takes the last coconut trip. He eats it. He doesn't even ask if anybody else wants to like split it. He's already had one. Um, so obviously someone is going without a shrimp, you know what I mean? And I feel like I just realized through that, the dinner is like, he always does that. He (laughs) always takes the last one and he never asks. He just does it. And he never offers to buy the fricking appetizer. So I'm just like, that's so rude. It's so rude to take the last one. So there was one coconut shrimp left without even asking. He just reached down with his fork and pop, there it is. Yeah, exactly. And now when you're splitting an appetizer with the table, like it's all kind of a, a free-for-all to a, a point. Sure. But you want to make sure everybody gets one. Definitely. But that's why I think you should yeah. order appetizers that it's impossible to count how many there are. <laughs> you know, like uh, nachos. Or, <laughs> yeah, but there can still just be like a chip left with the perfect amount of cheese and you're thinking you're going to get it and you bought it and well, I come in true. like... Thank cheese, you. Cheese curds. There's another one. Right. There There's always a last chip, and he's always going to eat it. Man, I feel like it's the appetizer hits the table, and it's hungry, hungry hippos time. Whoever eats the fastest gets the mostest. Uh, you have a problem with this. Did you discuss it with any of the other people at the table, or just is it just you? Oh, no. Me and my best friend Stacy were a part of it, and she is in absolute agreement. She's like, it's heinous behavior. <laughs> you have to ask. You have to ask for the last piece of a shared dish, is what you're 100%. saying. 
Okay, all right. All so right. that's your closing argument there. Statman, where are you falling? Uh, I'll be honest, whoever's paying for the appetizer, I feel like they are the one that controls who gets what. Like, they should ask you if they could eat any of it. So I'm on your team here, Kelly. I, I'm... Kelly out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Team Kelly. I think this guy should have to buy the appetizer next round, maybe like suggest it. But I'm guilty of this now that I think about it. I was out to eat with a group of people. There was one wing left. We ordered like 30 to split with the table. Mm -hmm. However, I feel like I observed like there were napkins on plates already. And like I just kind of swooped in and took the last wing. You didn't want it to go to waste. Exactly. But as soon as I did that, I was like, oh. So you didn't give it the old, hey, if nobody wants this, I'm taking it. I, I probably should have said that. Yeah. So I'm going to go on. I'm going to be on his team. But I think you should prompt him to buy the next appetizer, maybe the next couple. I'm on Team Kelly here because I think it's just politeness to ask. Like like, like, like I just said to Ashley, hey, if uh, nobody else is eating that, I'd, I'm going to finish it. But it seems like a free-for-all sometimes as well. Like it's out there to share. Well, when so. they first come, it's a free-for-all. But if there's one cheese curd left and I'm like, there's a little marinara sauce left in there. I'm, I, anybody going to eat that? <laughs> gonna you know? eat that. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. But uh, two to one, we have sided with you, Kelly. But let's see what our B105 jury thinks at 749-B105 and also through the app, okay? Thank you. And by the way, I'm a huge fan of coconut shrimp. And uh, even despite what I just said, I would have so been that guy at the table. <laughs> <laughs> Keep them coming, 749-B105 and through the B105 app, a Tizer. How about that? Oh. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. Who was right last night? This morning we heard from Kelly, who was out to eat with some friends and a group of them. And she ordered the coconut shrimp for an appetizer. And she has this one friend who I guess is a repeat offender of doing this. Ate the last one without asking anybody at the table. Just went for it. Just went for it. Uh, we sided with Kelly two to one. Ashley was the lone dissenter siding with the friend on this one. Yeah, I'm like, it's a free-for-all. It's the appetizer. All right. but uh, And Rachel, you're on team friend, and why is that? You know, I, I think it kind of depends. So it depends on who you're with. So if you're with your family or, you know, your spouse, I'm just going to go on. I'm going to eat what I want. I'm hungry. But if you're with people from work or, you know, that you're not so comfortable with, then I would kind of read the room and then ask for the last one. Yeah, I think it does matter who you're with. All right, who's at the table with you? By the way, what's the one appetizer you wouldn't ask permission to eat the last one of there? Mm, probably potato skins. Oh, I'm right there with you. Oh, are they loaded <laughs> potato skins? Oh, I love me some loaded. Yes, for sure. <laughs> Thank you so much, Rachel. Now let's go to uh, Jason from NKY is also on Team Friend. Why is that? My mentality is if the appetizer's on the table, that's common service savings and loans right there. And you know everybody wants to have that last piece, but no one wants to say anything. So he's just taking advantage of it, and I see nothing wrong with it. Yeah, it's a free-for-all. It's the appetizer. Okay, so, all right. Well, I see your point there, too. Jason, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Now, actually, you said uh, you recently did this. You ate the last chicken wing when you were with a group of people, and you ordered 30 wings. Yeah, we split, and I felt like everybody was done. So I'm like, I'll take one for the team and eat the last one. So how many do you think you <laughs> ate total that night? Probably six. Probably. <laughs> I yeah, think so. That's a big probably. You know you were in double digits. Come I on. Know. I was eating fries and everything else. All right. So we've got Lynn weighing in on the B105 app. This is so silly. These are your friends. Sharing is just that. Be willing to share with your friends or don't order next time. Boom. Hammer down on that. More of the Big Dave Podcast.
No, no, no. It's Adventure Girl Summer. Hey, it's Ashley. Adventure Girl Summer continues, this time to the village of Evendale, Ohio. And I've picked up a golf club. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't worry. It's a driving range mini golf. And I've got the owner, Todd, here. He's going to explain a little bit more about what is going on out here at the Acres. We have all sorts of fun things here. We play mini golf. We hit golf balls in the driving range. We've got this super cool restaurant and bar with elevated food, kind of a simple menu of uh, burgers and chicken sandwiches. We make craft cocktails. We've got craft beers. We've got domestic swill. Just a great place to hang out for an afternoon. I agree. It's super nice out, and it's actually family-friendly as well. You can bring the kids out. They can play mini golf. I've had a great time out here. I'm not the best golfer. Do you have any tips? If you don't hold the club too tight and you keep your left arm straight, if you're a right-handed golfer, left arm straight and keep your head down. It's super simple. I've never seen anything like the Acres before, especially around here. What inspired you to uh, bring this vision to life? This property has been here as a golf driving range and mini golf facility since 1950. It really kind of grew around GE Aviation when GE Aviation planted their roots here in the 1950s. And it was a place for people to come and hit golf balls. But I, I thought with the driving range and mini golf, which had been here for a long time, I thought if you, if you add food and alcohol, that it would become this kind of destination place for people in Cincinnati. And lo and behold, we've had tons and tons of new people coming down. Okay. And one more thing. We're going to have to get up for this. Along with the alcohol, you actually have a shot wheel. We're going to give it a spin. It's numbered. And shots. All right, Todd, I've landed on number six. Number six. What shot do I get? Six. A screwball. A screwball? So easy. I don't want that. Can I have a white claw? <laughs> <laughs> so whether you're doing shots or working on your shot, come on out here to the acres and, hey, you got to spin this shot wheel. Your turn. I want the premium shot. There's a couple premium shots on here. Oh, top shelf whiskey. That's what I want. Wow. Number three. Ooh, number four. Four. No, you can't say number four. You got to say four. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for coming in. So glad to have you. Four. That sounds like a lot of fun over there, the Acres. Oh, it was a blast. And, you know, they do private events. You can go up there, have a party. It was so much fun. Uh, the funniest thing about it, I've shared pictures over on our B105 Facebook page. I forgot to pack an Adventure Girl outfit. I'm out there in a cowboy boots, hitting <laughs> <laughs> a golf ball. I'm like, I had to take my shoes off. I'm like, well, wow. You know, what's appropriate attire for Adventure Girl summer? I don't think there is, right? Yeah, we made it work, but it, it was definitely a good time. Well, fun. I'm glad you're getting out and exploring uh, things around here and bringing to light some of the things we might not know about. That's fun. It's uh, 613. More of the Big Dave Podcast. And I guess we should all be counting our blessings, shouldn't we, Statman? Uh, yeah, Tom Hanks, eat your heart out. <laughs> Dude, this is a crazy, amazing story of survival, and it's what Snappin' and thinks of Snappy Tomato Pizza. So this guy, sailor Tim Shattuck, was lost at sea for three months, just him and his dog. Three months? Yes. Wow. It, it, amazing. He survived stomach cancer and then oh. decided he was going to go on this journey. Uh, while he was preparing for it, this stray dog came along and just started hanging out with them. Uh -huh. uh, the Bella ended up going on the journey with him. I guess he was uh, trying to travel to Mexico and a bad storm came along and knocked the power out in his catamaran and he just floated. And floated and floated and months. floated. Just out course. in the blue. Yeah. Here's how he's doing now. This is Tim Shattuck. 
Look, I, I feel feel really good. I, I I've been struggling to sort. You know, the health was was pretty bad for a while. I was pretty hungry and. And I, I didn't think I'd make it through the the storm, but now I'm really doing good. Wait, well, what? How did he survive for that long out there? Rainwater and tuna. He had a lot of sushi, a whole lot of sushi. <laughs> so he had fishing gear, so he was able to catch fish, yeah. but couldn't cook them, obviously. No. Oh my no, god! No power. And what's funny is he had to feed the dog too, so he wasn't just you know fishing for himself. He was fishing for the dog. And let's be honest, guys. Yeah. If he wasn't catching fish. Oh, I know. There's a reason why he was holding on to that dog. <laughs> you don't have oh, to say wow. a word there. I know. It's, I, it's, my it's, mind it's didn't even get this. Actually, would you be able to? I mean, I guess all of us could. You wouldn't even think about it. If you needed sustenance, you would You would eat that fish raw. Buddy, I eat fish raw anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not fighting for my life. And I'm like, I'll pay for that. <laughs> but this is a crazy survival Survival yeah. story. So who found them? Uh, this group of fishermen were out. I guess they had like a helicopter kind of flying over top looking for tuna from the air. So, so they, they were could... trying to catch tuna and that's what and he was eating. And they caught him. Yeah. Right, wow. So they pulled him aboard. And, and and here's how Bella's doing now, by the way. She's she's amazing. Like she's, yeah, that, that dog is, is something else, you know. <laughs> Bella, I tried to find a home for her maybe three times and she just kept following me onto the water i feel like she's she's a beautiful animal i i'm just grateful she's alive you well, know absolutely man this is an amazing i mean this has got to be a movie soon right yeah, he, so. he's in a hospital now kind of recuperating they they don't have the numbers of how much weight he's lost yet but, but one the dehydration of, and oh, being in the sun yeah. i mean yeah he, he did have a little bit of a cover there's like kind of a cabin to the catamaran so he was able to get oh, out good. of the weather a little bit and then stay warm because it gets really, really cold, I guess, out there at night. Wow. One of the fishermen who rescued him is going to care for the dog. Oh, that's wonderful. Uh, the dogs with the... This is a movie. It, 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 it come totally on. is going to be a, <laughs> I mean, a documentary, at least. Yeah. I'd watch it. Is it going to have Tom Hanks in it? I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to meet Tom Hanks. Get yeah, him to Hollywood. Yeah, that's what's snapping. Thanks to Snappy Tomato Pizza. Well, that's a wonderful story yeah. of survival there. It's a 629. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, The Big Dave Show. We just heard a, a story from Statman about the guy lost at sea for three months having to survive on rainwater and uh, eating raw tuna that he caught there off his catamaran. And, and now we're like, oh, yeah, that was nice. But, uh, hey, what about them combining ding-dongs and Twinkies? What is going on here? Yeah, it's, it's a thing, and it's coming out actually this month. Hostess is doing this. Hostess is doing oh this, God. and it's, I don't know if you're saying ding-dongs times Twinkies or, or what. That's what it looks like the title is. But they've taken, you know, the round shape of the ding-dong uh -huh. with the chocolate on top, but inside is like a Twinkie. It's like the fluffy <laughs> yellow with the cream. And I'm like, <laughs> how fat can we be? Yeah, I know. America. I know. It is. But I also want to try it. Yeah, oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. 100%. And then I'm like, someone's going to take this to the next level. Because, I mean, you don't get much fatter than that until you deep fry it. And you know they are. <laughs> and you know it would be so good. Right now, someone's mixing up the batter going, when can I get some of those? <laughs> no, so it's a it's a ding dong and a twink. Now, that's kind of similar to what uh, I grew up eating down in the South. And they didn't really have them as big up here. But I found them. You can order them online. Hostess made Chaka Dials. 
We oh, had those, no. and they were basically kind of like a chocolate-covered Twinkie, Choco Dials. Okay. And, man, Very we used similar. to get those at the uh, grocery store all the time as kids. Wow, and wow. Now, now I'm thinking back, and I used to get, they came in a two-pack, and they looked like little cupcakes. What? This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. For those things they had filling inside. Do you remember those? Those are just Hostess cupcakes. cupcakes. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's basically what this is. But I guess. I don't know. But I mean, the up. fact that it says Ding Dong and Twinkie excites us greatly. Can we call it a dinky? A dinky. Ah. Don't you have a way to deep fry it, Stat? Uh, you could bread and deep fry anything. Or we could air fry it. But oh. the chocolate would melt it. I think the air fryer, you'd have to deep yeah. fry it. Yeah. yeah, we'll have to bread it first. Little, Listen, little I mean, look, we're all waffle. fat. Look I know. I can't help it. I was like, did you see this today? <laughs> Somebody throw it in a deep fryer. More of the Big Dave Podcast. I'm a Barbie girl in the Barbie world. Come on, Barbie, let's go party. Hey, it's Statman, and we just got out of the Barbie movie, and I got to get some movie reviews from, from some Barbie professionals. What did you guys think? It was so good. Every guy should see this movie. I have two teenage boys. They're coming. How about you? What did you think? It was so good. So many quintessential Barbie things, but then brought to the new age. So very, very cool. It was just fun. And who knew? We talked about Midge before the movie that she would be in the movie. Yes. No, no spoilers, though. No spoilers. no spoilers, but there's a Midge appearance and Skipper and just all the Barbies and lots of Ken. Ken it, got his it totally came through? Yes, totally came through. Not disappointed. It was very good. Awesome. More reviews from Barbie. What did you think? I think it was amazing. It had lots of laughs in it and I think it had like a good moral for people who have self-confidence issues and stuff like that. I know. Underlying little messages in there and a lot of scene-stealing Ken. Yeah, yes, there was a lot. <laughs> Let's get a final wrap-up of the Barbie movie from my wife and kids who make me the Barbie dad. All right, honey, what did you think? It was the best. It was so good. I laughed so hard. And Stacy? It was really good. It had a really fun ending. What do you think, Jane? Everybody should see this movie? Yeah, it was pretty good. Awesome. Well, hey, guys, go see the Barbie movie in theaters now. It's in theaters today, actually. Oh, yes. Starting up. I will say there's a lot of dialogue in, in, like, one particular scene and I think because of that, like little kids might get bored. Oh, mm-hmm. they might like but, zone. But mom is gonna love this movie. Teenage girls who grew up playing Barbie are gonna love this movie. Almost every Barbie you can imagine has some cameo in it at some point. Oh, fun! And yes. Will Ferrell's in it, right? Yeah. What, yeah, yeah. what is his part? Because we uh, know he's not Ken. Oh, dude, he's the CEO of Mattel. And oh. They might as well just roast Mattel through this whole <laughs> oh, wow. thing. The narrator roasts Mattel. Either Will Ferrell. Uh, funny scene. It's not a spoiler, but they're talking about like 
how all these execs are in a room planning Barbie's next move, and it's a bunch of dudes. And anyway, Will Ferrell's like, hey, remember, guys, we did have a woman CEO in the 90s. I, I think, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We definitely <laughs> had a, a woman bunch of guys. work here at some... Yeah, it's a, they roast them pretty good. But well, that, overall, I thought it was a great movie, and I enjoyed it as a dude. All right. Well, well let's see how uh, our program director here in Midday Host Grover Collins sent us an email because you can actually bet on how good the Barbie movie is going to do at the box office. There are people taking bets on this, which is the craziest thing bet ever. Bet on anything nowadays. Uh, right now, you can, uh, if, to make over $300 million, uh, it's a 90% chance. So uh, that's going to be the least return on your money. If you want to bet big, Plus 115, there's a 46% chance it makes over a billion dollars at the box office. Wow. I'm guessing these are worldwide numbers. So that would be where you lay your Barbie money down, right there. Okay. We will bet <laughs> on anything, yeah, won't we? we? That's true. <laughs> so uh, hop to it. Stat gives it two plastic thumbs up, yes, right? My heels are off the ground. <laughs> More of the Big Dave Podcast. Our good vibes this morning are coming from Littleton, Colorado. More specifically, Pepper's Senior Dog Sanctuary. This is such a cool place, man. Justin Clymer and his family had an idea over four years ago to build a home for older, unadoptable dogs. The idea came when Justin's mom adopted a senior dog named Pepper. I guess we know where the name came from now that she immediately fell in love with. So the family began fundraising to build this senior dog sanctuary. And on July 8th, Pepper's Senior Dog Sanctuary officially opened. And this is a wonderful place. These beautiful animals now can live out their golden years in wonderful style. They're pampered. They get daily massages, physical therapy, all the medical care they need. They get their dogs exclusively by adopting them from shelters. And once they're at the sanctuary, they get all the scratches they could ever Aww. want. Oh, they're just loved, you know? And instead of kennels or pens, the dogs sleep in bedrooms with comfy couches and dog beds. They also have a full kitchen that is fully equipped to take care of each senior dog's special dietary needs. This is a wonderful hey. idea. What a great idea. One of the first residents they got was a dog named Ivory who was transported all the way from Trinidad. Can you believe that? Oh. Unbelievable. She had been walking the streets of Trinidad for 13 years, basically waiting to die probably. Aww. And now Ivory will live out her days in style at the animal sanctuary there. Justin's cousin, Lee Sullivan, is one of the family members running Peppers and told ABC News that their sanctuary is helping disprove a lot of myths about elderly canines. A lot of people out there in the world think that senior dogs are disposable. These dogs come to us and with the proper care and the nutrition and the love. These dogs thrive. You're really lucky to have them. And they're very lucky to have you as well because Pepper's Senior Dog Sanctuary is also partnering with Firefly Autism and several senior centers in the area to have kids with autism come by and play with the dogs. And then they can take the dogs to the senior citizens for dog therapy at their houses. Wow. I know. Funny. It's <laughs> such a great idea. I just love this. So to Pepper's Dog Sanctuary and everybody involved with it in Littleton, Colorado, thank you for the good vibes this morning. Me. B105. More of the Big Dave Podcast. It's the Big Dave Show. Dad joke of the day on B105. 
And this morning we've got Jr. He's a father of four from Felicity, Ohio. He is a detailer at Mike Castrusi. So you getting those cars all armored and shiny? I'm doing my best. All right. Well, that's all you can do except give us that dad joke right now, Jr. Let's have it. What did Batman say to Robin before they got in the car? I don't know. What, what did, did Batman, Batman say to Robin, Robin before, before they, they got, got in the car? car? Get in the car, Robin. <laughs> wow. So it's just really not a joke. Just we're expecting something, and there you go. Yeah. Something to be funny about. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Well, JR, for some reason, it is kind of funny. And you go have yourself a great day at Mike Castrusi. And I have a feeling uh, you're going to hear about that joke from the other guys later today. Uh, thank you. And I appreciate it. you. Have a good day, too. Thanks for checking out the Big Day Podcast, B105.com.